Welcome back to Raw Vegan Lens. I'm your host, Sherry Michelle. Let's go. I just had an epiphany after reading those last few chapters of Green for Life. I haven't read it in probably 10 years. I'm not sure what triggered this this thought, but I was thinking about my niece, my niece Devin, who died last May, and it occurred to me that if I can live through that, I can do anything. I don't think that I have believed that I could truly stick with raw long enough to heal myself. I think that's what's my biggest challenge, what's blocking my success. I think I don't really believe that I can do it and that I can stay raw for life. Even though these are the things that I want so badly, I've tried this hundreds and hundreds of times since 2006. And I've been reading about Ross since 2000. Yet on my own, I have not managed to stay raw for more than five or six weeks. And that was just recently after the ayahuasca ceremony. Losing my dad, I mean, I say losing, but I know they're still here, just not in physical form. But my dad dying when I was young was really, really hard. He was my best friend. We were super close. But he had cancer. We knew this. We were preparing for it. You're never really prepared. But when it happened, yes, it was devastating. I was young. I was 27. It was very, very, very difficult. But I got through it. When my sister died in 2020, that was extremely unexpected. Such a shock. My little sister. (sighs) Leaving behind two kids. Yeah. That was also extremely difficult, especially during the pandemic when we didn't get the support that we needed, especially her kids, um, because we just couldn't. But we made it through that. However, losing my niece, who again was my best friend for many of the same reasons that I was so close with my dad, that was like being hit by a train blindsided by a train and I really don't know how I got through it I just did if I can make it through that I can do anything I mentioned in a previous episode that that when she died, that was also when I discovered that I was diabetic. I don't know quite how long I had been. I don't know how long I had been. I think it was fairly recent. I reversed that in eight days of fasting, got my blood sugar down below 100 again. But then I just ate my feelings and I was right back where I started. Then I reversed 
about diabetes again, after I did the ayahuasca, um, I was able to stay raw for six weeks. And at, at about week five was when it was down below 100. So let's see what happens with the great cure. Um, I think it's going to be somewhere between the two. Or it could be it could be quicker than than the water fast. We'll see. That's you know, I can't look at all of this experimentation as a mistake. It is experimentation. I have learned a lot. It does feel like failures on the surface over and over and over again. But I learn more each time, so there's that. If you're struggling with food addiction right now, my heart truly goes out to you. I said to Gabe yesterday, I just wonder how much of it was nature and how much was nurture. When I look at my parents and my childhood, I picked up so much of this. Um, It was just in my early programming and I don't blame anyone. It's just life. That's just, you know, who we are. I also think about the differences in, in us kids and what my mother ate when she was pregnant. I think that's kind of interesting. Um, She's, you know, also been a food addict and my dad too. And she actually just uh, made known today that she has breast cancer. My dad had lung cancer. Um, My sister was the one that didn't like pizza when she was little. She didn't like candy. She liked cauliflower. (laughs) And I just think it's interesting that when my mother found out she was pregnant with my sister, she was really upset. My sister was the baby, the third child, and my mother had reached her goal weight at Weight Watchers the day she found out she was pregnant with my sister. I know, that's really (laughs) kind of shallow. But my mother thought all her worth was in her looks, and she was very, very upset that she was now going to gain the weight back because she was pregnant and made it well known that she was upset about this. And I just always felt like my sister marinated in not not being wanted for nine months. And even after she was born, and she was born kind of angry. She had like these angry outbursts, even as a baby and a toddler and I don't blame her I think that that that's the product of marinating and not being wanted and I think that it's a difficult thing to overcome but that she chose that to master certain lessons in this lifetime and it's just food for thought so you could have done a lot of things with these eight minutes, but you were here with me. Thank you for that. Have a great day.